on today's Into Your Head podcast number 692. Uh, I say stuff and Sean Yagroga comes in and says other stuff and then I say more stuff and then we have a brief ad break probably and then we end the show after I say some further stuff as the usual really. It's a tried and trusted format that I've been developing since 2006 and you're very welcome to it. always been a great believer in the dictum quod ette orafariat which as you're no doubt fully aware uh, means ask not uh, what this sentence means uh, ask instead what you can do with this sentence what you can do with how you can manipulate and uh, use this sentence use the resources given to you and develop them into something uh, don't be going oh that's a load of bollocks that's a meaningless useless pile of crap sentence it may well be uh, but if you go on MasterChef Australia and there's say oh uh, here's a tin of ch- uh, tesco value chickpeas uh here's a oh here's a, a lamb chop that's being uh, marinated in uh cornflake juice uh cornflake juice being uh when you leave your cornflakes out with milk into in them for a day and then you drain off the milk and you put them in you marinate the chops in that and they say oh make some i know this these ingredients are a pile of crap uh but you're being challenged as a master chef australia contestant or a master chef uk or ireland contestant for that matter or master chef south africa or any of the other ones that we watch uh where was i oh yes uh, they give you those ingredients and say here's your challenge make something out of this crap you don't say that's a load of crap i'm not doing anything with that you would not because uh, then you'll get thrown out of the competition they'll say you don't deserve to be here you lose sir you lose and then Willy Wonka goes running off uh, singing a song about something he says you lose sir you lose Uh, oh I'm a sweet shop owner I'm in a weird film and I'm complaining about the remake 30 years later that's uh, just as weird Uh, but I'm weird too apparently it's okay for me to give out Uh, Gene Wilder you're a fucking idiot no no offence to the man one of the finest actors of our modern times uh, it's just that you're a fucking idiot uh, no offence you can be a fucking idiot and be one of the finest uh, actors of our time uh, the two aren't uh, mutually exclusive uh, no two things are mutually exclusive uh, pretty much I think you'll find unless they're opposites you can be a, you can be alone and also be uh, not opposed to anti-disestablishmentarianism being banned uh, you can be a you can be a four-legged cat and still uh, know how to oh know how to oh you probably don't know how to do anything uh, but you cannot know how to do something you can be a four-legged cat and not know for example uh, how to oh how to make an omelette 
uh, you probably don't even know that you have to break eggs to make it. Although you'd probably be able to break eggs. I broke an egg by accident one time. One of the first times when I had a cat, uh, I accidentally broke an egg and the cat came along while I wasn't looking and started licking up the egg. Although, uh, in that instance, I broke the egg. It wasn't the cat that broke the egg. Uh, I'm pretty sure if a cat put its mind to it and you left the egg out in a vulnerable position, the cat could break an egg. Uh, especially if you just left on the counter and it rolled it over onto the floor and it smashed. Now, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, oh, the floor in that instance should get the credit for breaking the egg. Uh, you'd rather give credit to an inanimate object than a cat. That's, that's, your, that's your mindset. That's the kind of mentality I'm dealing with here. Uh, but no, no. Give some credit to the cat. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big steaming shit eating piss piling. Uh, oh, uh, this uh, cat. This uh, cat hang puppet needs to be washed again. I used it to clean up some spilt energy drink yesterday. Uh, I didn't cry over it because it's not spilt milk. Uh, it's not as bad as spilt milk. It still made a mess of my table. It's got sugary drinks. Well, I think it's sugar free. Is it? Or maybe it's not. I don't know. Is it or isn't it? I don't know. <coughs> Uh, suffice to say, uh, it's not milk that's in this cat. That's why there's no, there was no urgency in washing it. Uh, but no, I could do with a wash. It's filthy. It's filthy as be damned. And to be perfectly honest, if I'm honest with myself and with you, the listener, uh, which I don't think I should need to be, half of this stuff is lies and is still entertaining or stimulating in some way. Uh, but if I am being honest with you, uh, this cat puppet isn't being used for the purpose with which it was originally brought into this studio for uh, it was originally meant to be a replacement uh, character for Glenn Acton the dead into your head fictional junior announcer who I fictionally murdered in cold blood in April of last year uh, this was supposed to be a replacement but oh that never uh, turns out I didn't need a replacement you don't need to replace if I need if he needed to be replaced I wouldn't have murdered him uh, no no I didn't murder him anyway it's all fiction it was all fiction for the purposes of entertainment and filler of entertainment and or filler uh, at some point last year I decided oh I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of this episode uh, maybe I'll say that I fictionally brutally murdered Glenn Acton uh, so I did I did indeed I did indeed and to be perfectly honest I may or may not be regretting it now I don't know when it suits me I'll say I'm regretting and when it doesn't suit me I'll say that I am that's the thing with fiction you can do whatever you like you can do whatever you like. Uh, same happened with J.R. in Dallas. They said, oh, we shouldn't have uh, killed... Oh, no, that was the other fella. We shouldn't have killed him. We'll bring him back. And then they had J.R. shot. And then they brought him back. And then they brought him back a couple of years ago uh, for the new thing. And then he died in real life. So they had to kill him in... Uh, they had to kill him in fictional life as well. They had to say, there's no... The actor's dead, so you have to kill off the, uh, his earthy remains in the form of this... Uh, character as well apparently that's the thing with these freaking producers they say oh the actor's dead uh, they never occurs to them that the whole idea of acting is that you pretend to be someone else you could easily get in another actor any actor who's worth his soul and has learned his profession properly could pay, could play uh, the dead fella who used to play the actor uh, who used to play uh, J.R. or they could uh, skip the middleman and just play J.R. direct there's two ways of going about this you 
to get a new actor in to play uh, the fella who died who used to play J.R. Uh, or you can get a new actor in to play J.R. directly. And if they're doing their job properly and seamlessly, you don't even notice which it is they're doing. These are just different methods of acting. It's all the same. It's all the same. It'll be all the same in a hundred years. We'll be all dead and buried and gone to America. Uh, that's what my mother used to say. She's still alive. I say she used to say she's still alive. She just doesn't say that anymore. Uh, she knows when she's used up her proverbs and she has to move on to something else. You can't be saying the same thing every day, year after year, for the rest of your life. Uh, no, no. Uh, she had a phase in her life when she used to say that and now she's moved on to another phase where she says different stuff stuff because uh, otherwise who are we as human beings if we don't move on to new things you can oh you can over repeat yourself you can repeat yourself day in day out uh, week in week out year in year out decade in decade out uh, millennium well probably not millennium people don't tend to live for millennium in millennium although there was a woman or was a man last week who was the oldest person in the world and he died and then they brought him the new oldest person in the world and uh, they die they're going to bring in another it's all perpetual it's the circle of life uh, as soon as the as soon as the oldest person in the world dies uh, they find another one to come in and replace them we're all replaceable never you never forget that we're all replaceable uh, J.R. or no J.R. you can replace anyone you can replace anyone with another person or with another being uh, oh we replaced all the dinosaurs with people uh, uh, where are you now dinosaurs with your big growl uh, you may well be able to scare uh, people in your own time uh, but you don't scare us because you're not here you're in the past That's there's a barrier of time between you and us so we're safe uh, until such time as the dinosaurs invent time travel and come forward and then scare the crap out of us uh, in which case we're all fucked uh, but let's not go worrying about that you can't be worrying about everything uh, that hasn't happened there's enough things that are happening to worry about uh, without worrying about things that have happened. Anyway, on with the show. I'm Shawnee Groga with an eyewitness report on the content of this morning's newspapers. We begin with today's edition of The Star, which reports that Dublin firefighters have been forced to issue an apology after failing to attend the scene where a cat was stuck in a tree. The incident was given low priority because it was not part of the fire brigade's core activity. However, it has since emerged that both the tree and the cat were on fire. The ISPCA has declined to comment, saying that firefighters and cats are a law unto themselves. A spokesperson went on to say that this does not count as a comment and that neither does this. The examiner's front page headline reads, abolish one-way streets or lose your bailout, screams EU finance chief. There's also a striking colour photo of a child building a sandcastle out of snow with the caption, that's it, that's all the summer you're getting. I'm Shania Groga's understudy with a 
Oh, a brief article that she forgot to read. She skipped over it, uh, presumably because a cat was climbing on her lap at the time. Uh, anyway, uh, the Sunday Business Post has an in-depth interview with Ryanair boss Michael O'Leary a week after the budget airline revealed plans to charge passengers a transportation fee for travelling on its aircraft. A characteristically outspoken O'Leary slams what he calls Ryanair culture, whereby people are happy to fork out their hard-earned cash to pay supplementary charges for sandwiches, in-flight entertainment and extra luggage that isn't even theirs, but balk at the prospect of paying just to travel somewhere on what he calls magical flying horses and carriages, which in previous civilizations would have been worshipped as gods. Meanwhile, the UK version of the Irish edition of The Times of London goes with public water supply to become fully isotonic by 2018. The Daily Mirror reveals that Irish boy band Westlife are to be split into five spin-off groups. Manager Louis Walsh hopes that the move, inspired by the reproductive system of the amoeba, will spawn the growth of five fully developed Westlives. The paper also reports that Pope Francis is about to publish his first encyclical in which he will call for a return to traditional values of pounds, shillings and pence. The Irish Independent, meanwhile, reports that bus drivers are once again threatening all-out strike action. This time, the dispute revolves around an alleged dirty tricks campaign by public transport management. The union claims that rearview mirrors are being surreptitiously replaced with half of mirrors style trick glass in an attempt to erode driver self-esteem. The Minister for Transport has expressed deep disappointment at the state of the world in general. The Herald formerly the Evening Herald, has announced plans for Herald Plus One, making out-of-date editions of the newspaper available the following day at a reduced price. Journalists at the paper have slammed the move, branding it a step backward. In other newsprint industry news, today's Irish Times leads with a front-page editorial about yesterday's Irish Times which contained a scathing report alleging that there's a culture of wastage and duplication of work at the Irish Times. The newspaper strenuously denies the charges. Meanwhile, free tabloid Metro AM has indicated that it intends to publish its entire newspaper on billboards every morning in high population areas. I'm Shawnee Groega, and that's what the newspapers would look like today if you were to purchase an abridged audiobook edition of each one. Don't forget to join me tonight on television for Shawnee Spouts, when I'll be asking whether illegal drugs should be banned. But for now, a very good evening to you. I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking Christ. Uh, you're thinking Jesus. Holy Christ. Uh, what the frigging hell is this crap? Uh, this pure crap. This pure unmitigated drivel. Uh, well, I don't know. I can't see what you're looking at. I can't see out through your eyes. I'm not inside your head. I'm not stuck in your mind there. Uh, there may well be a fictional version of me, an image of me in your mind. Uh, but that's not me. I'm not really there. 
I'm nothing but a, a hologram that's being created by your mind and I can't speak on behalf of some hologram over which I've no control or responsibility uh, so don't be uh, don't be putting it all on me uh, I'm not responsible for thoughts that happen in your head uh, nor am I interested in them I've no interest in knowing what you're thinking uh, the fact that I do know what you're thinking uh, which if we're honest we don't uh, but the fact that I do know what you're thinking is purely fictional it's like something I created in my mind the idea that I know what you're thinking and I know damn well it's fake so it's not very convincing uh, even to me and if my own thoughts are not even convincing to me then they're damn sure to Christ as hell not as conv not convincing to you either so it will be perfectly understanding if you were thinking that this was a load of crap uh, because technically it is we just argued that it is uh, but the argument itself is the is the thing that's of interest I managed to uh, over 90 seconds I managed to explain scientifically my arguments for why uh, you're thinking that uh, this is a pile of crap uh, which I think is an achievement call me old fashioned if Professor Stephen Hawking came along with something like this he'd say oh isn't he great uh, with the no legs and the no voice and he's still able to think he's, he's able to use his brain to think about stuff and he comes up with these masterpieces of thought and you'd say oh isn't he great but no because I'm not Steve Professor Stephen Hawking you put less oh you put less credit towards me you think oh it's just some fellow on a podcast what does he know he's not a he hasn't written a brief history of time if you're writing a brief history of time incidentally Professor Hawking if that's your real name if you're writing a brief history of time then you're interfering with a space time continuum any history of time should be written in real time it should start now you started now at 2013 and you basically write a diary and you write a it's like the way Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland did it correctly in the show 24 over over the oh wait no that's not right because he did uh, 24 hours in a one hour show oh no wait he didn't he did 24 hours over 24 episodes so he did that right he did it in real time Professor Stephen Hawking comes up with his A Brief History of Time uh, summarises the whole of time in the course of a book that can be written read uh, in a couple of days that's not right that's compressing time although maybe he has some sort of theory about compressing time but in order to come up with that he would have had to uh, experience non-compressed time as well and written uh, uh, maybe he has ex experienced non well in fact we all have but he would need to have uh, maybe he doesn't maybe I'm being unfair to the man am I being unfair to the man maybe he's more qualified to talk about this than I am I don't know. I don't know. I'm entitled to my. We're all entitled to our opinions, no matter how bullshitty they are. Have I formed the opinion that. Oh, if I formed the opinion that the sky is blue because someone. Oh, someone made one of those weird uh, frozen ice drinks that, with, that are dyed blue that kids like to eat, and someone poured that out into the sky. Uh, that may be a load of crap with no foundation, but I'm entitled to my opinion. Uh, so uh, that's what uh, that's what the founding fathers fought for. We don't have any founding fathers over. Well, we do. We have Eamon de Valera and the other fella, the Michael Collins and all those fellas in the films. Uh, we just we have founding fathers. We just have different ones than yours. And we were around before we had the founding fathers too. We were just under different jurisdictions. Uh, we managed to survive for thousands of years without having any founding fathers. So I suppose we were the uh, we were the Jesus of the 
uh, of the political world in that respect. We had no father, although he would claim that his father was God and that he also had an unearthed father. Uh, I'm not sure the exact, suffice to say, we didn't have any founding fathers until the uh, early 20th century, yet we were still around for thousands of years before that. You can go back and find, uh, you can find evidence of people living on this island successfully, well, maybe not so successfully, had the potato famine and all the other stuff. Uh, and there was all half of them were Vikings and Normans and other people who I suppose technically were foreigners. Uh, but you Americans are all foreigners too. You're foreigners to me. You're foreigners to me. Uh, and it's, pers- it's a matter of perspective. Politics is all about perspective. Or maybe. Uh, I know. Ah, bulk. That's enough for that. Anyway, on with the show. Into your head. Support the Podcast Dual Arts at no cost to you, just by sending Neil money. Visit IntoYourHead.com and click on the tip jar to make a once-off donation. IntoYourHead.com Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at IntoYourHead.com Studio at IntoYourHead.com Match take that! Are you a cat, or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats, Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com Two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, "Uh, Certainly, sir, or would you like a pint of Murphy's? Because that tastes a bit like milk. And you're a cat. And the cat says, "Uh, Cats aren't supposed to drink milk. It's uh, Oh, cats are lactose intolerant. You're not supposed to give milk to cats unless you get that Whiskers cat milk, which isn't even from cats. It's just cat milk that's had uh, something extracted from it, so it's safer for cats. Although, of course, they can also drink their mother's milk, which is real cat milk. Uh, But apart from that, no, cats don't drink milk. And the man behind the bar says, I'm well aware of that. I'm well aware of that. Uh, That's why I wasn't offering you milk, although you're welcome to buy milk if you want, which will clearly... You've made it abundantly clear that you don't want to. Uh, but no, no, what I was offering you was a pint of Murphy's, uh, which is similar to Guinness, except it tastes a bit like milk. And I thought you might like that element of it. Uh, all, the, uh, all the beauty of milk uh, mixed with the power of alcohol. Uh, yes, no uh, problems with your lactose intoleranceness. Although now that I think about it, surely to Christ a pint of stout, or uh, whatever the hell Guinness is, it's a ale or stout, I never remember. I think it's stout. Uh, a pint of stout surely can't be all that good for a tiny cat's uh, frigging stomach. And the cat says, excuse me, I'm not all that tiny. And the man behind the bar says, I'm well aware of that, but it's a matter of scale. Uh, if you were to stand be- beside me now behind this bar, and please don't, though, because the area behind this bar is for staff only. Uh, it's a security matter, uh, no offence. Uh, but no, if you were to stand beside me beside this bar, I think you'd find that you're a very small uh, creature compared to me. Although I realise we're not comparing like with like. Uh, there's probably a planet 
planet somewhere billions of uh, light years away where uh, it's people exactly the same as us except they're made to a different scale all their trees are 10% the size of ours and the people are 10% the size of ours and the houses are 10% the size of ours and the planet is 10% the size of ours uh, but it makes no difference to them it's a matter of scale uh, the scale doesn't matter as long as you never come into contact with the stuff that's built to another scale although what would they make of the sun uh, maybe they're so far away from the sun or wherever their sun is uh, that has uh, because it's a smaller place uh, the sun is comparatively big comparatively bigger in relation to their earth than the sun is in relation to ours uh, but because it's further away from theirs uh, all balances out I don't know whatever I'm not can't get my head around all this I'm a freaking barman I've spent many years honing my craft as one of the finest barmen in the country uh, doesn't mean I know all about astrology and astronomy or the heaven are you a Capricorn you probably are and the cat says uh, I am indeed a Capricorn how did you know and the man behind the bar uh, taps his head and says oh it's all in there it's all in there in my head I listen to I spend my days uh, while I'm waiting for the first customer to come in which doesn't usually happen till late afternoon I sit in here uh, wiping the tables and listening to podcasts and I absorb all this crap and I use it to bring it up in conversation it may well be crap uh, but it's still useful it's valuable uh, crap has its has its uses you know and the cat says oh I don't doubt that I don't doubt that although when I come across crap my natural instinct is to bury it as deep underground as possible or get away from it and the man behind the bar says yes but that's a different type of crop and the cat says surely it's all the same if it's crop it's crop one man what but one man's crop i suppose is another man's non-crop but still it's all crop uh, if it's if there's if it's the man one man's crop compared to the other man's crop they're both crop no matter what they are doesn't matter what they are they're both crop if they're considered crop and the man behind the bar says, you're very wise. And the cat says, I know. Uh, how's that Guinness coming along? And the man behind the bar says, it's not coming along at all yet because you haven't answered my question as to whether you'd prefer Murphy's. And the cat says, I'd like Guinness, please. And the man says, certainly. And the cat says, oh Christ, it's going to be about another eight minutes now getting that ready. And the man behind the bar says, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Would you like a can of uh, draft Guinness instead? And the uh, cat says why the hell would you be serving draft style guinness when you have guinness tops in here draft style guinness is for when you're at home and you don't have access to proper draft guinness and the man behind the bar says i'm well aware of that i'm well aware of that but i'm saving it for a power cut and the cat says so in a power cut you would serve a lukewarm guinness from a can and the man behind the bar says it's better than nothing it's better than nothing some of us remember the potato famine when you couldn't even get a packet of potato crisps uh, so it's better than nothing and the cat says i suppose that's true i suppose that's true and the great night is had by all uh, before i finish up today Today's episode, uh, which it so happens is the first episode in over a week. It's been over seven calendrical days since the last episode came out. I uh, wasn't in the mood. I had a go at it last Friday. I had a failed episode, uh, which you can hear on the free extras and reruns feed.
Feed. Uh, it's not Cold Field episode. It's called New Cold On Something Something Something. I gave her a name. Uh, I tried to put her. You put. That's what you do with reject material. You put it on the extras and reruns feed. See intoyourhead.com slash extras or search iTunes for Into Your Head Extras and you can get extra crap for when I'm not in the mood to do this because uh, there's no point pushing out crap if it's not going to come. Uh, although if it hasn't come for over a week uh, then if it's the case of your body uh, then maybe you should try and push it out or get medical help or something because uh, you can't leave it in there forever. Fortunately the same isn't true of podcasting. When you're not in the mood to do it or it's not working you take a break and you come back to it and then you you start afresh uh, that's what I did that's why I went a whole week without giving you any free entertainment well it's free to those of you who don't pay for it it's not free to those of you who do pay for it and thank you very much to those who support it in those ways uh, suffice to say uh, since this is the first episode in over seven days uh, I thought I'd end uh, by saying uh, I don't know so I'd end by saying something worth saying doesn't seem to be working though doesn't seem to be working will we end with a song instead we might as well let's see uh, get my bongos and my harmonica uh, does the big bongo go on the left or does the little bongo go on the left or uh, is the, does the little bongo only look little because it's beside a bigger one maybe this is a real a huge bongo in real terms I don't know I don't know because I have nothing to measure it against except this harmonica if you measure these bongos against this harmonica then these bongos are absolutely fucking gigantic uh, but that's not how scale works uh, anyway suffice to say <laughs> Ebony and ivory. Oh, are these bongos? Are the top of these bongos ivory? Or at least ivory coloured? They look like the ivory key. So that's appropriate. I have a harmonica and an ivory thing so I can do ebony and ivory a la Stevie Wonder and the other fella. Although the other fella, wasn't he more of a was he more of a piano fella or a, no, he was a bass guitar. It doesn't really matter. It probably does. These things, in the end I realise when you think about them for a while, such as for your whole life after about uh, seven or eight decades of thinking of them you come to the conclusion eventually that they don't matter uh, fortunately we get seven or eight decades usually to think about them so we have enough time to come to that conclusion if we only had a few years that we wouldn't have time to come to the conclusion uh, back in the old days when people only lived till their 20s uh, they didn't have time to come to the realization that this was unimportant uh, well it didn't really matter then because uh, they were busy uh, fighting uh, fighting Catching brontosauruses, catching oh, catching brontosauruses and woolly mammoths for breakfast. They didn't have time to think about whether pop culture icons were important. Uh, and they didn't have any either. So that's probably why. Why I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, suffice to say, good morning. Mm-hmm.